Welcome, everybody, to Drunkle Buds, a show about trying new beers with some friends and having discussions you normally have at a bar. As always, we get our beer information from the untapped at. That's U-N-T-A-P-P-D. You can now follow the show on there at Drunkle Buds. Today's episode, we have a special guest with us today, J.R., and it's a three beers show by Peroni, Oozle Finch, and Schilling Beer Company. Oh, did I mention we have a mead from Garagiste Meadery? Collab with Mortalis Brewing. Today, pop culture, we talk Henry Cavill leaving The Witcher, House of the Dragon spoilers, maybe, beer flights with JR, Honer's usual dive bar review, and Bruce trivia. Let's get this shit started. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome. This is Bruce, your host for today. On my right is my good friend, sometimes bad friend, most of the time horrible friend, Honer. How are you doing, Honer? What's going on, Bruce? How are you doing over And then on my left is a brand new friend. We've met him via the interwebs and just random encounters at a festival, JR. Hey, JR. How are you doing? Truly blessed. How about you? Uh, even better now. Thanks for blessing me. You gotta get blessed drinking some beer. I didn't, say, I didn't get blessed. No, nope, just me. So yeah, <laughs> horrible friend. Uh, I good apologize. Friend. Oh. He, he's the one who introduced. I know. How are you doing today? Truly blessed. How about Thank you. you. Uh, not good now because I'm blessed now. Oh. Love that for me. Well, what's bless us of this first beer or what is it? It is Hydra from Gergiste Meadery, collab with Mortalis Brewing. Both favorites of the show. Yeah. We love this shit. So it's a mead. 14.4% ABV, not available IBU. You can go ahead and drink it, JR. 4.13 overall average out of five. Garagise is a meadery from Tampa, Florida. Mortalis Brewing Company is from Avon, New York. And Style Guide says a mead made with orange blossom honey blood plus nearly a ton of grade A fancy strawberries and Costa Rican pineapple chunks. Then finished on toasted coconut flakes. Strawberry, pineapple, honey, coconut, fruity. Yes, and yes, and yes, 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 yes. Muy bien. Muy, muy bien. It still has an aftertaste. It's, uh, it, I like, taste the coconut at the end. Yeah, you can, That's definitely coconut at the end. Definitely something sweet about it. It's but, the pineapple chunks for me that's kind of like, oh. You don't like the pineapple chunks? They just like, they just grab my throat and just like. It's like someone put strawberries in a daiquiri and I'm happy. Or a pina colada. It definitely has that strawberry, the fruit. Oh, it must be the mixture of the pineapple chunks and the coconut I'm not liking. Mm, So good. It's so good. (laughs) It smells good, too. It doesn't smell like a a beer you're used to. Oh. Oh. Well, he might want some. No, no, you guys take it. Yeah, that's all you. That's all you guys. Yeah, that's all you, dude. Oh, it's all me. Okay, they might have a miss for me. This might be a miss. Oh, a miss? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I love you guys, but dang. What is this? For me, it's delicious. It's strawberry. It's sweet. It's sweet. It, it's got, it's got a punch. How many? What's the ABVs on that? Fourteen point four percent. Are you drinking wine or are you drinking beer? <laughs> it's kind of. Like, it is a wine, isn't it? it kind of, if it's closer to wine, it is closer to beer. Okay, I, I that second that. sip. That second sip was better. And, well, keep drinking. We may get from better to great. I'm just saying. Well, well maybe, that's why this is first thoughts. We rank the beer after a while. Yeah, after a while. Yeah, okay. and then maybe it gets better after our first segment. 
pop culture with me and Bruce. me. Oh, I guess and and Horner, and <laughs> Welcome to pop culture is Henry Cavill. He's like the man's man, right? I don't know. The news that you're about to give us is a bitch. I don't know. Okay, it is a bitch for us. How? What's going on? I have no idea who to yell at. Is it Henry Cavill's fault? Is it the Witcher people's fault? I don't know. But Henry Cavill is no longer going to be the Witcher in season four. And the Netflix thing? Yeah. Yeah. So it's he's going to be. He, he's already no. filmed season three. Yeah. That's out next summer, and they have parted ways and already replaced him with. Thor's younger brother. Liam, <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. He doesn't even look like Geralt. It doesn't even, I don't know why, it just doesn't make sense. So. They've gone to the Twitter, and and Henry Cavill's like, I was signed on for seven years. I was ready to go. But, you know, insider tweets and people were on sets and stuff were saying that the producers were getting tired of uh, him trying to stick to the actual lore of the books. And they wanted to deviate in certain ways, and they're causing a lot of friction. So, uh, they, it sounds like the show parted ways of him, not him parting ways of the show. That's what it sounds like. That's probably, I'm yeah. thinking a bad move. I mean, it's been good for the past two seasons. Yeah, he has. He, he's the Witcher. He literally looks like. He looks like Geralt. <laughs> yeah. And I guess also he is going to be Superman. Superman's coming back, so he's going to have to, he's going to be busy. Yeah, but like not that busy. He can't squeeze in a TV show, but. Do you know how it all I mean, works? Do you know how it all works? He he showed up on Mission Impossible when he was Superman with a mustache, <laughs> or the other way around. Cause Did, he yeah, because they CGI'd it, right? <laughs> yeah, they CGI'd he didn't want to get rid of the mustache because he could, contractually couldn't. <laughs> That's <Wow>. wild. <laughs> That's what, when you see Superman versus Batman, right? No, it's uh, or Batman versus Superman, Justice League, the Justice yeah, League, Justice League. You had Batman versus Superman, yeah. But then, if you see Justice League, they, look you, at you can see, you see the CGI'd mustaches off. Oh. So it, it looks very clean. Like very, it looks. Is any of the really reshoot bad. scenes? You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so what are they doing with the Flash character then? Oh, go back to Ezra Miller. <laughs> so we haven't talked about him in, since uh, season five, and it's been a while. He's been kind of quiet. They've been kind of quiet. Except for I saw some news article just the other day saying that, that he could get up to thirty six years. So he's going out. Okay, he's out the door. Uh, so how? I doubt he'll get thirty six years, but yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. He's a they. Oh, they he's... I mean, they's a they. I don't know now. All right, <laughs> you're not, you're uh, all moving confused. on. So we don't know what's going on with them. Um, House of the Dragon, though. Oh, that... you watch it? I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh, okay. So spoiler we alert! Spoiler alert! Leave the house. <laughs> we won't spoil it, but it's really good. Fantastic. Um, I don't. I think the time jumps and everything were very well done. I I, I heard, agree. With I heard you, they did good, but I wish they didn't have to do the time jumps. And that could really have been season two. That fill the things out a little bit more because uh, George R. R. Martin said to tell the tale of the Dance of the Dragons from the correctly. It should have taken ten seasons. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so well, yeah. and he wanted them to start. You know. It, in the very beginning, it's not really a spoiler. Like uh, the very beginning, there's there is a king already right. or whatever like that, and it, it starts off the thing. They George R. R. Martin said they should have shown like his entire reign as season one, then move into what we see now in season two, hmm. and move you know move. Yeah, like it that. would have been. I think it okay. After realizing yes, you can stretch it out a little bit. I think they did rush maybe the second time jump. When Rhaenyra and her man, you don't see any connection or anything about that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, 
it just moves on. It just, there's just way, there's just things that happen. You're like, I didn't learn anything about this. And then all of a sudden you're just told to forget about it. It's like, time I, I think it's, it's also kind of funny that certain characters didn't get like when the time jump happened, they didn't look any older. So like Sir Kristen. Yeah. Sir Kristen. <laughs> there's a guy's name, Sir Kristen Cole. He looks the exact same as he was from season one. He's played the same role. Everybody else got time jumps. They even, all got different Matt cast Smith, characters. Even Matt, Matt Smith got, a little, a little older. They put a little hair. more makeup on right. and made him look a little bit older. He has longer like hair back. That's what happened, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they cut his hair for a little bit. They took, gave it back. Oh, man. I wish my hair. I, I love long hair. I used to have it. Would you have? Uh, would you do it like a Valerian? I'll take Yeah. He hasn't seen anything. So like, I mean, he I, knows what Valerians look like, okay. I'm sure. The long hair. like, like I mean, like, yeah. Long long, my, my profile pitch on my JR actually has my draw, me drawn with my long hair. Short beard, but long hair. That, that's why I had, was during the pandemic. I had my long hair. It's time to bring it back. I, bring I, it back. I'd love to bring it back. I love, but my wife's telling me no. Um, my wife's I, telling me no, but my body, body's telling me. Yeah, I kind of. You guys just hey, let it me sounded wild. <laughs> I, I let you go out on that limb, and I was yeah. like, you know what? He's staying out there. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're he back. Needs we're to be back here. Door, right? <laughs> we're sawing the branch and let him fall. And I just want to, and this is not on our list, but you reminded me, we talked about Matt Smith. I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't been watching Doctor Who, but oh, yeah. David Tennant is back! Woo! I didn't get to watch this, the how it happened, but I heard that's the question. You don't know what's happening. Yeah, even the Doctor doesn't even know who they are anymore. Okay. And then, I, I guess I missed it because I didn't, I watched just the regeneration part, I didn't watch the episode, but like everyone's doing these timelines of the different doctors. And then it said the doctor master. I'm like, what, when did that happen? When did the master and the doctor like merge? And I tried looking it up and looking it up. It must've happened during the Jodie Whittaker time, but the, the master from her series and her merged at one point. And so they were the doctor master. So yeah. So like now maybe I need to go revisit Jodie Whittaker's era just to find that. Hers part is out. not worth revisiting. Not at all. I mean, I, I like, like the episodes I watched. I didn't stop watching like because her. of the quality. I just, to stop watching. I like her. The companions did not. And companions can make or break the show with her and their connections with the doctor. And I didn't really feel for any of them at all. They weren't no Amy Pond, you know, anything like that, or Jenna. They weren't none of that. They were it's just funny like you said, you said their character's name, name on one. <laughs> yeah. You said a character's name on one, and you're like the actress. So we know which one he likes more. <laughs> he likes the actress. Clara Oswald. He's always hoping she's underneath his bed. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I mean, Disney Plus fucking buying everything, bought the rights to Doctor Who streaming. I heard that. Yeah. So not only is it just going to be in the UK now, you know, it's always just been Sky. There. Yeah. Now it's coming to Disney Plus season 13, right? Is that what it is? Series 13? What? Whatever they're on with the new one. <laughs> right. The next one is going to be premiering next November or December 2023 yeah. on Disney Plus. So then we can finally see it actually just unfold with the same time as the rest yes, of the world what it actually is airing and no more really weird commercial breaks because oh, we yeah. don't really have commercial breaks in england so like america always chooses like the weirdest spots to stop the story for <laughs> a commercial break. oh i've never seen a commercial during <clears throat> dr who oh no hbo max oh that, 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 but I, just, I remember having to watch it on like i can't even remember anymore what it was it, oh it wasn't a like stream on, like on live tv or something <laughs> yeah just live tv oh yeah Okay, yeah. I've never had to witness that, thank God. 
Um, but yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, we're gonna have to make, make that change. What we'll do <laughs> is we'll edit in commercials at the most random time for you. Do it, please. You do because I work with some people. We can make that happen. And we just, just one episode. I'm not gonna watch multiple. Like, yes. I mean, so. you can do it. It's just you can do it on streaming. If you go to the Prime and go to the Brit Box and just choose any British TV show. They'll put in a weird ad right in the middle of it in a weird spot. And it's it. like ad coming one, two, three. Oh, sorry, ad. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what is kind of disjarring and weird, and I'm not even sure how to make out what's going on. Quantumania tra- trailer dropped. You know, Ant Man and the Wasp and Wasp 2.0. Uh, oh, because we got to see hair? Kang. Well, no, we get to see his daughter in a suit. Oh, she's going to be Wasp 2.0? Yeah. I always forget they're fucking. Wasp and Ant Man. Oh, okay. I always I just forgot about that. <laughs> and they have a daughter, but not with them, right? Out. And you see them, you know, get shrunk down to the microverse again, and and they have to enlist aid of Kang. He's like, yeah, I'll help you get out if you help me." Like Kang from Loki, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like, not bad. that Kang. That's the he was. He, he was at the end, or whatever. This is a different version of him. What he was like, there's lots of versions of me out there. Right. And you think I'm bad. I'm the one in the middle. <laughs> yeah. He basically said, you kill me. Uh, they're all coming out. Cause I'm stopping them right now. But huh. so that's one of them. And so people are thinking that might be the main big bad. That would actually be the, the new the Loki one, series too, right? Uh, we, we're not too sure yet. So okay. Kang can, is going to be different ones throughout any of these movies. Yeah. So you don't know which one's going to be the big bad one yet. Because he's actually the next Thanos, basically. Yeah, so we're, they're thinking that uh, the thing that they need from Scott is his thieving skills. Because you can look in some of the images and you can freeze frame. He's got parts of stuff, and it's the separate pieces of Miss Marvel's bangle. He has the other bangle, and uh, he has uh, his chair that he was coming up is missing rings. So it's Shang Chi's rings. So they th- they're oh, okay. thinking that he's going to have Scott try to go take those things to give it back to him wow, so he can make his multiverse his time essentially it makes his time machine work again where he can go that's why he was cuz he's from the super far future and he can go back and forth and take over whatever he wants. Oh, Kang, yeah. So that's they're saying that that's what he his exchange for Scott's help. He'll let him get back, but he wants these the you know not knowing that that's going to make him even worse. He didn't know that he's the big motherfucker that y'all are going to have to fight at the end. That's right. Wow. So much. I didn't even know. Any. Yeah. And there's a lot of different versions of him. Like what was one of them that was like an Iron Man or is that not? Yeah. Him? Uh, Iron Lad. Iron Lad. I'm yeah. sorry. Excuse me. You said Iron Lad. <laughs> what are we going to UK or something? With this? <laughs> no, he was just like an understudy to uh, Tony in the comic books. But, oh. And then don't forget the son of Sue Storm and Reed Richards is Nathaniel Richards. That's a version of Kang as well. Yeah, so it's going to get kind of fucky. I mean, I, I've watched all the Mar- the movies up to Loki. Yeah. And then I even watched Doctor Strange 2 and uh, the other one that came out recently. Thor? Yeah. Thor, yeah. Yep. Oh, Thor or whatever. Thor yeah, and Thunder. Love yeah, and Thunder, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's about it. I've, I've never really gotten this deep into, like, the meanings of it. I just enjoyed the show. Yeah, because they haven't... I think they're about to start like blowing our minds with the multiverse stuff. Like they're trying to show you, but they're like, those are issues that people are dealing with their own within their own multiverse. But this is supposed to be like, eventually the multiverse just, you start seeing everything just get all insane. I can't wait. It's going to branch off to a lot. It's going to be 
very hard to kind of pay attention to. It's already getting hard. Just listen to you two. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what I mean. Well, it's not, be like not that, to yeah. mix you up even more, but we skip down to the Harrison Ford has now been reca- recast the, the void that William Hurt, he was Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU. Okay. Uh, he died. The actor died. And they've gone on without like not you know, saying much about the character anymore. But now Harrison Ford is, ca- is taking over his role. Okay. And we all know, um, if you're comic book followers, that Thunderbolt Ross becomes eventually the Red Hulk. I'm sorry, how's how's Harrison Ford <laughs> and the Red Hulk a Hulk? I'm just yeah. Well, most thank God, most of the time the the Hulks are CGI'd. So yeah. <laughs> they just gotta look at his face for the emotions and stuff. Like well, that. that's just gonna be dumb. This dude's about to die. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you use somebody like at least a little younger? I know he's got to like be an older. Twenty. Guy. He's got to be at least ninety, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just finished the Star Wars series, and, and he did, he's coming back as Indiana Jones. And he already forgot <laughs> that movie is being filmed right now. It uh, is. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is are all the stunts going to be CGI now or something? I we got like don't, five stunt doubles. I don't know, but I I heard that they brought Short Round back. You mean the now probably what 40, 50 year old kid? Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, he was just in uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. He was one of the main leads. Did you watch that movie? Never heard of it. Go watch that movie oh, yeah, right that, now. That's another movie. If you want a movie. multiverse mind bug, <laughs> you can go for it. Yeah, that one will mess you up. <laughs> and this was a Disney movie? No. No, oh. no, but it, it's it's out available to watch. It was in the theaters. It did quite well. Uh, it's got a, what's your name in it? Um, See, I don't know. There's nobody you'll know. There's nobody. It's not true. <laughs> Except for. Are you a uh, James Bond fan? I haven't watched that. In like Except for Jamie Lee Curtis. She's in it. I'll say that. She's in it. Okay. Well, there we go. I'm that's the only person I think you would know. And that's Michelle the only person I Kwan. Michelle Kwan. No, not, not the skater. Michelle. <laughs> yo. Yo. Michelle. Yo. The, the martial artist. She was in uh, Crouching Dragon. Crouching Dragon. And. Something, yeah. See, so yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. I mean, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm sure you recognize Michelle. Uh, I'm sure I would. I mean, the name sounds familiar. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I, I'm good with faces. I'm great with faces. Names. Here we are on an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah. I, 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 you gave me a picture. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I didn't recognize. I just, um, yeah. Me and names really don't go well. Are you a, a, an avid video gamer? Not anymore. Not anymore. Not since I had this project started. I haven't. Oh, because you know Amazon TV just did Rings of Power. They just dropped the trailer for Fallout. Fallout. They're doing a live action Fallout TV show. I feel like that one might be a little bit better, more down my alley than Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was so slow and nothing. I happened. really liked it all the way through, so I don't know what. He's and then Fallout. About. <laughs> I'm like, man, okay. I used to play Fallout quite Still a bit. Do. I think Still that's going to be a good one to turn into a series. So. You haven't been a gamer in a while, but Fallout's been around since I was in college. Well, so. Modern Warfare was my game um, when I did it, and then um, did a lot of cartoon games, especially with my kids. And but Hitman, Hitman was my favorite. Not only the TV shows, you look like a Hitman. Uh, unfortunately, Thank the you, TV show it. and the movies are all pretty horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I actually I enjoyed uh, what's his name, the one. Again, I forget names, but he's in, he's a cowboy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're name? about. But he was one of the Hitman movies. I like his version. Yeah. Eastwood. No, not that old. The guy's, <laughs> he's the dad in the clan that Santa Clarita died. He was in Justified. The oh, TV yeah. Show. Justified. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the uh, show. He's about. in The Mandalorian as a cowboy, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Timothy Oliphant. Uh, that's his name. That's his, see, I, yeah, I got it I, eventually. That works. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, I liked his version of Hitman, but I love playing the, the video game. I don't know why. You know, because you like killing people without having to kill people. Exactly, that, that works. <laughs> I know. think we all like to do that. You know, it, yeah. it's a we'll, we'll call it a therapy, but it's a, <laughs> a, rele- it's a release. A release. A release. There you go. Yeah, like smashing stuff with a sledgehammer. I love doing it. Oh, I've never done that. Uh, I, you know, I really love smashing. This, you know what? You this. come to my event uh, on Veterans Day weekend. We'll have sledgehammers. You let me know, and I'll make sure you can smash something with hey, a sledgehammer. Don't give him excuses to leave the booth because he will and never come back. And I'm stuck holding it, the fucking back. It's a two day event. So you, tell, <laughs> well, doing... you come on day two when we're not there. I'll be there on the day I'm there. Okay. The day <laughs> you're there, whenever you want to show up, you look for me. And we got, we got TVs you can smash, washer, dryer. We're actually thinking about actually, it's going to be on Fort Winsfield, you know, the whole point. Uh, outside, he doesn't do outside. You don't do outside. We'll bring a coat. You'll be you'll be smashing stuff. I'm oh, sure yeah, it's okay. I'll be, I'll be yeah, heating up from that. We're thinking about actually lining it up where you can actually like picture a kitchen and like a studio apartment and just go to town on like the. Oh, same. like a rage Oh, room. you should be talking about this during those rage section rooms. When we're talking about this kind of stuff. Oh, what we're talking about oh, now? Yeah. The rage you know, room. Like, that'd be yeah, badass. Yeah, let me just take a drink so I can get more tips. You know. <laughs> All right, so how do, you guys, that. how do you guys feel about this mead? Uh, I love it. I'm going to give it a 4.25. I I love the strawberry. This, the, I'm not a huge pineapple person. This is not overwhelming, but I feel like I almost can taste, not taste, I guess. I almost feel the texture of pineapple with how chunky it feels. And that's the problem I have with pineapple. I don't, I'm not, I don't like the texture of pineapple. I just like the, the flavor of pineapple. Because it's so, kind of like, a, I, so I can't give it a five. Yeah. I, I, it invokes the feeling of me There's actually like biting stringy, on it. The yeah, the, of yes, the just a little bit. I get that. So, mm. uh, but four point two five is a stellar score. I'd have it again and again and again. It's really good, and it packs that punch. Use pineapple juice next time, and he maybe he'll give it a five. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. It's good. It got better. I will say that. Um, but it still tastes like a. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I like coconut in this kind of stuff, with my uh, flavors. I guess unless it's like a painkiller, maybe like okay. those. Yeah. I'm okay with it. But like, if you're trying to make me drink this that has strawberry, and then what else is having it? What I say? Pineapple. 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 Coconut. And I feel like if you're, <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah. three things. The two, the two things you hate at least you uh, forgot uh, about. Honey. Yeah. Honey. It's got oh, honey. Oh yeah, it's honey. It's a mead. It's a mead. Yeah, it got a little honey. Yeah. yeah. So I'll say all those together it tastes really good, but the coconuts throw me off just a little bit. But I do enjoy it. So uh, we rank these on an untapped scale from zero to five by quarters. Uh-huh. Uh, five is something you can drink every day. Love it. Can never get tired of it. Zero is you want to puke. You can't drink any more of it. What do you think about this? Rank it and tell us everything. All right. So I'm not going to be as technical as you two, but I'm going to tell you this much. I haven't had, the last beer I had was a light beer and, you know, you could taste the yeast and you had that little kickback of like, what is this? But this is just goes down sweet for me and I love sweet. So, um, but it has a little tang to it too. Just five, uh, a four. I'm going to go and be I heard five. He almost He pulled that right back. He did, he did. All right. 4.0 4.0 is still a great score. Still, still great score. Still four point, yeah, yeah four point we'll yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, it's also good. Our first ad, Indiana Whiskey Company, located at 1115 West Sample Street, South Bend, Indiana. Open from Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's a sampling room, but you can also purchase whiskey, bourbon, flavored whiskeys like chocolate and maple, which we have tried on a past episode. 
So, go give Indiana Whiskey Company a visit in South Bend, Indiana, or you can find them at your local liquor store. And if they don't have it, then ask them to carry it. Sign up for a tour at inwhiskey.com. Yeah, I'm hustling, I'm hustling, hustling to survive, man, it's hard to survive, man, I'm doing what I can, but it's hard to thrive, man, everything that I'm doing, man, you understand that, then I can't get the plan when I'm trying to do a handstand on the money that I'm making every day, so everything you do, man, just stay away, cause I'm getting that hustle on, getting that money on, getting all this grumbly little money, yeah, yeah. Halle Berry, hallelujah. Freedom Copyright Beat 2022, Hustle Trap, Hip Hop Type, Instrumental, OG Panda Beats on YouTube. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. Carter. <laughs> it's Cotter. Cotter. No, Cotter. That's what I said, Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I should clarify, I'm from Boston. New England, so... Oh, so you just can't speak. Okay, exactly. got it. You know? <laughs> Baston. Boston. Baston. <laughs> so, welcome back. Uh, it's part time for part two. Bruce, what beer we got? <clears throat> Nastro Azaro. Bira Peroni. Lager Pale. 5.1 ABVs. 24 IBUs. Bira Peroni is a macro brewery from Roma, Lazio, Italy. Italy. This was suggested by a super fan. Yep. Novice Creed on Instagram. Instagram. This is for you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the suggestion. Style Guide says, Peroni Original and Peroni Nastro Azzurro are two different beers. Ensure you're checking in the correct one. Thank you, Untapped, for letting us know. <laughs> Peroni Nastro Azores, 5.1% ABV, alcohol by volume, subject to slight variations in different parts of the world. The beer was created with a typical Italian care and designed with the Mediterranean palate in mind. Roberto is the third generation from the Cavalieri family to be master brewers for the beer of Peroni, ensuring high-quality standards of the beer, Italian passion, attention to detail, and craftsmanship are ingredients now and forever. Will ensure superior and authentic Italian taste of Peroni Nastro Azzaro. It should taste light, clean, smooth, sweet, and warm. What does everyone else think? I like it, I, but it honestly tastes like a Italian Heineken. If I'm being honest, which is fabulous if you think about it, because I love Heinekens. Yeah, do you like it? I actually really do. It, yeah. and it does have that Heineken finish. That's what I'm saying. It's basically a champagne in the beer, not champagne, but like. Champagne uh, aftertaste or fizzy, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it is fizzy. I mean, if, going, if I'm going to choose between the, this one and the last one to drink, it would be the more sweeter one. Mm. Not going to lie. But, oh, um, he's over the lighter ones now. Yeah, I'm yeah heavy now duty he was a heavy-duty boy. Dang. He wants to curl up to that mead bottle all day. Are you kidding Viking me? I roots. Like I can go to sleep right now and sleep for a good 12 hours, actually. We're, gonna li- we're actually going to live stream that on our Instagram, Facebook, and uh, It's going to be like on Netflix when you're watching those fireplaces, you just see him <laughs> sleeping. Give it about 10 minutes. I'll be on the ground, have the cat come in, cuddle up next to me. It'll be great. <laughs> Lick his face a couple times and yep. leave. <laughs> as, long as, as long as it's licking, and that's it. We're good. I mean. That's all it will do. That's anyone was thinking is that. Yeah. What were you thinking? Like biting. Scratching. Yeah, body and sc- I don't need the scars on my yeah, face. I just I told, the beard. I just, like, we, we have enough police officers going to check into that scratches on your face. That's good. Thank you. 
No, I really like it. Uh, it's a good change of pace beer for us. We haven't had one like in this particular style in a while, like yeah. your pale lagers and stuff like that. Honestly, it just tastes like a domestic to me, though. Is this a domestic in Italy? Yeah, it, it's it's a macro brewery, so, so it's yeah. basically it's their version of Budweiser. So this is just a domestic beer that we actually had. This is the so that, first that's one we've This is that's why it reminds me of like a Bud Light yeah. or a Miller or something like that. This is like the first time we've had a actual like domestic, I guess, on the show. I think so. Like domestic, domestic, yeah, yeah. Because we usually try to do crafts, but we can. We it's had just... we had to try it. We were it was available. You gotta try it. That's right. And it's actually pretty good. Probably. It is imported. For us, so it's a little caveat to that. So yeah, good suggestion so far. I like it. I think I would actually buy six packs of these if I ever felt like this beer. I don't know. I usually feel like Coors Lighters. But now you can see it in the stores and be like, oh, I'll get it. I'm like, man, I'm going to get that pierogi. Nastro Azuro. Pierogi? The food? Nastro Nacho Achuro. (laughs) Peroni. That's a little American humor here. We like to have fun. Well, let's have some fun grilling somebody with some questions. JR. <laughs> of course. Yeah, let me get drunk first before we do this. Hold on. Who? What? When? Where? Why? And, and how? All right. So I always ask the first question because I'd love to do it. I'd love to give it to you. Go ahead. Um... This is going to have you thinking about everything about yourself for at least 12 hours while you're napping. Who, 12 and a half. Who are you? Nobody. That's why I have the JR. I like to be in the background. I don't like to, to be out there. It's a motherfucking shadow over here. That's why I try to be. Damn. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I was told that I had to be in the forefront for my event. So now I'm trying to get out here. That's where we're starting slow with the podcast. Oh, that's where you messed up, huh? <laughs> oh, I got to be out here now. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm out here, man. Help me. <laughs> Sorry, Let man. Let me go back to my shadows. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. So who are you? You got to give us more. Like, Hey, if you're, what, trying, what to, if you you're you? trying to come out of the shadows, man, you're going to have to come out full force. What makes you you? Come on, JR. Well, art. I like art. I don't know why. I like the more difficult art, but the more simplistic art. That makes sense. Like it does. stippling. I mean, you guys know what stippling is? No. Tell us more. Oh. <laughs> is that basically what you're doing with the circles, right? Right, with the with the beer bottles. But what we're doing is originally came from the formation of small little dots that form an image. Like George Sherratt's, you know, pain in the park or picnic in the park. Mm-hmm. That big ten foot, you know, thing that took him like two years from Oh, that 18. one's stippling? Yeah. Well that's pointillism, but same technique. Oh, okay. Pointillism is done in color. Stippling is done in black and white usually. Oh, but he did it with color. He did it with a paintbrush with color. Like a small little brush and the dots. And the whole concept is that when you look at stippling or an art form like that, the beer bottle paintings and all that, when you look up close to it, you have to, your mind has to merge the colors and the shadows together to form the image because it looks completely different. But when you back away like 10, 15 feet, especially with my work, you can actually see it formed together, more simplified, and it looks like it's all one unit instead of just small little dots. Right. So yeah, because yeah. well, you saying that, I've seen the painting, did not know that was what it was. You know, because it looks right. like a full image. Yeah. So I guess I've never actually seen like up close. Obviously, I, I guess. wanted to bring. I really wanted to bring some paintings so you guys could have saw it, but unfortunately, apparently, I lost my keys and my wife found them as I was here. Yeah. Like, 
It's all good, man. I mean, I believe you. We're still going to head up to your your place of business and, you know, take a look at these things when you shoot some videos and have a good time. Do oh. I get to paint something? Yes. That would be the whole thing. Should I'm going to bring paintbrushes. Not paintbrushes. I'm going to have, and what we're going to do is you have to bring the beer bottles. You have to bring the beer to drink them first. And then after you're done drinking them, we'll turn them into pieces of art. Pretty. All right, so that's what—that's the only caveat here. If you come to my studio, you gotta bring some alcohol because Hydra. Maybe, yeah, maybe one for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you know, because I got some friends in the building that like to drink too, so you're gonna have to bring enough for them. And then we'll all go uh, paint. Okay, wait. A second. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what? Getting high here. Yeah, I mean, what's like, going on here? I got these from Citywide, both the mead and the Peroni. But no, come on now. Okay, I'll work. I'll work out something where I can get some alcohol for you guys. No oh, okay. you just tell me the type you're bringing, and I got some sources where I can get some more for you. Okay. But yeah, you know, you guys come out. We're gonna paint some flags, do a lot, of, you know, creative stuff. Have a, like a free for all, just whatever you're feeling. Like these beautiful pieces of art right here <laughs> um, that we can. Uh, do something similar with. They are guys. breasts and ass. Yeah. That's right. Make... Much talked about on the show before. <laughs> yeah. Almost every guest has pointed them out. And just like, I want to point out, what is this festival that you're having? And tell us everything about it. I, it's a true top 1% military exhibition. And when we say true top 1%, we mean military, not your Bill Gates or Elon Musk. All right. So we put our, our military, because only historically 1% of Americans join the service. So that's why we call them our true top 1%ers. But we have this exhibition. It's an educational platform that is actually built on our art therapy foundation for our, for our foundation that the whole guided format is to bring our military and our civilians together in a free front-for-all event that reaches everybody. We have military vehicles out there, helicopter, all of which are free. No admission. Come on, join, climb in them, touch the buttons, whatever you want. And then, of course, for our adults, we have what's called the smash room where you'll take a sledgehammer to whatever you want when, as long as they're still up and up there and whatever, you know, they're not dis- dismantled or anything like that. And just have fun smashing stuff. We have axe throwing. We have a bunch of different vendors coming out there that uh, any veteran who shows up will have, a, as long as you check in with us, we'll give you a wristband. And all the vendors know you're a veteran, so they'll give you discounts on products and services. We're even working with Jiffy Lube and uh, B Window and Mission Barbecue to provide the first 300 veterans that actually show up to actually give them discounts on those coupons I just mentioned from those companies. They get to choose which one that they want and they walk away with that and then they can always go around and do, then we'll have food trucks as well. And uh, we'll also have painting with a bottle as well up on the top. And of course our benefit practice. It's just an all uh, community event that we're doing for free just to reach out to everybody and all the branch of the services are going to be out there as well. Uh, as long as I can get Coast Guard on the phone. Answer your phone. Yeah, I am trying. Phone. Yeah, well, th- that was Missouri. Oh. That's not, that, that is about something. I was else. talking to Coast Guard. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it'd be nice. And th- there's another vendor going to be out there. Do you remember who it's going to be? Um, oh, you guys, right? That's yeah, right. Just, just one day, though. Yeah, just one day. day. Yeah, it's disappointing to me. <laughs> I get it. I understand. It's Sunday, right? No. Oh, Saturday. It's Saturday. Okay. Are you kidding me? I say it, it comes true. I got four Winsfield and Union Station. Didn't even think about this night, but a year ago. I was thinking of small little gallery type of thing. And next thing you know, like, I want a helicopter. I want military vehicles out there. Where can we do this? Four windshield. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Went there with some help from a couple friends and almighty. We made it happen. So we got those two venues and we're going to make it a blast. And we're going to do it every year there. And I got a surprise coming. If I can make it happen. I'm talking to his manager right now. Um, and she likes it. But 
in January, we may have something big coming just for this area, like bigger than this. Tom Hanks himself. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Gary Sinise. I would love that. That would be so cool. You, you heard of the Gary Sinise Foundation? Yeah. That's what I'm emulating when I want to be is his foundation. I like that. Him and Tim Tebow are cross between the two. But, uh, you know, he's the same freaking age as me, too. And he's done so much. Like, I feel like like really small every time I look at his books. I have to come across it every time. And then, I've, I've obviously, I've, I linked him on Facebook, too. Or not linked him, but I follow him. So every day there's, like, a thing coming up. Or you do good, do this. And, like, you know what? Go down and it comes up again. Like, <laughs> I think I'm sorry. Someone's trying to tell me something. But, yeah. No. Where is your art studio? Uh, I don't know if I can say So, you know where the Morris Performing Arts Center is in downtown South Bend, right? Yeah. Okay, across the street is there's this big black building with the letters J2 on it mm-hmm. for J2 Marketing. Yeah, because they own the garage. Yeah, they own the garage as well. And actually, the the, uh, the partner of the firm actually liked our project so much, they gave us their basement as my studio. The entire basement, which is twice the size of my house, by the way, for free. Wow, nice. Nice, we so, need a studio too. <laughs> I offer you to bring the equipment down to the studio and start painting, but you know, you're like, it's too expensive. Hey, I was down. He said it. No, yeah, no I like, was down. We want a studio, a permanent studio. Come down. It's once a week, anyways, right? Yeah, I'll let you know. I'm just teasing. I'm not going to do that. I love you guys too much. Uh, <laughs> take us to his basement and never come back. <laughs> he domer us. No, maybe. Who knows? So, uh, you haven't drank beer since 2008, you said, right? 2000, actually 2008, 2000, yeah, 2008, when my brother, um, when I engaged, uh, my wife and I got engaged, and my brother-in-law decided, hey, let's go get drunk, brought a pitcher of beer out, this much was gone out of the entire pitcher before I was just slewing all over and knocking things over. So, yeah. So, do you remember what your first beer was, then? I, I think it was something simple, like domestic, like, uh, it was it was yellow, so... I like a dark yellow to it. So I'm going to say like a, I don't know, Bud Light. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> and they had that ding and think moment there. That's what that, that's what he that wanted me was. To, he wanted me to start rapping. So he's like, ding, ding. Get the yeah. going. How old do you think you were when you first had it? Uh, 22. Dang. Much yeah. older than me. Yeah, we had a lot of people. I was on like the show 10, like, 11 when I first met her. Yeah, people <laughs> were like, we're 14, drinking beers, whatever, dude. I was like, oh, shit. I, only used, I started drinking when I was he paused a nine for a long time. No, I might have had my first alcoholic beverage not on purpose when I was nine because my aunt had an actual margarita and it was supposed to be virgin, but she gave me a real one. And I ended up puking. And technically, you know, if you're, I was raised Catholic, so I was having church wine every Sunday. Yeah, getting drunk off that. I remember that actually when I was younger. Like, oh yeah, I remember that when I was younger too. So yeah, I may have had some alcohol earlier. Although it was a military church, so it was a, a Catholic little whatever on military ground, so I'm not sure. Going around in circles there. I, I swear no, I like it's it. okay. Yeah. It's great. Uh, why why support the military? What, what, what these issues come forth for you? Uh, actually, it's a, it's a long history. My entire family's military. Um, literally, even now, my brother-in-law was in the Army Reserves. Um, not the one who got me drunk. The <laughs> other one. Um, Anyways, but my sister, my brother, brother-in-law, my cousins, my nephews, my mother, my grandfather, aunts and uncles on both sides. Like, literally, you can't spit on my family tree and not hit one or five people 
that were in the service. So and then you're going to get your ass kicked because you just spat on So it's pretty close to home then. Yeah, it's pretty close to home. Um, and I always feel comfortable around military people. Yeah. But um, I, when we started this project for the event, um, we have what's called our top 31 individual pieces where basically we take 31 different people's time in the service and inspire an image or create an image inspired by their time in the service. And there are a few, quite a few of them that when I started talking to them, some of the stuff they had talked to me about that inspired these, these images, they never spoke of to someone else. Like I have one who never spoke to their spouse about this, what we were talking about. Um, and they've been married for like 10 years. And, you know, going through this and creating the image out of it with the beer bottle, because by the way, it was just a fun technique that I found. And I have to mention this by Theo, Eric or Nicholas Theo, our in France. He's the guy that created it about six or seven years ago. But I stole his technique. Um, <laughs> he knows about it. I just, you know, we're artists, so we steal a lot. Yeah. Um, and then borrow it and turn it into our own thing. Anyways, I created these paintings with him. And they're like, oh, man, this is so therapeutic. I've never, you know, this release. This is great. This is, you know. And I'm like, okay, let's take this a step further. And let's, let's try to do more of it. And what it did ultimately turned into was hearing these stories, learning about the suicide deaths that... Um, you know, because I was using a beer ball at the time, finding out that one in three um, active duty military are considered binge drinkers. After deployment, or coming back from deployment, 36 or 37 percent to 50 percent of military are actually are diagnosed with a mental condition. And 60 percent of those are on, uh, on record of abusing alcohol. Not to put a downer on this whole thing here. We love alcohol, but drink responsibly yeah yeah. and that's my whole thing is you know we i'm on a beer show i mean we have no problems with alcohol we just have the problems when it becomes an abusive issue and that's what we try to it shouldn't be a crutch it shouldn't be filling exactly holes you know it shouldn't be a a tool of suppression which is what the beer bottle what it is for a lot of veterans with ptsd yeah it's a lot it's it's hard for them to try to manage with that i get it actually linking with the event it's there's a gap between military and civilian life, especially when you come and you transition into civilian life. The whole concept is a lot of civilians don't understand or care to take the time to understand what's going on. There's waitresses and wait people are military that just go into straight into jobs just to, you know, earn some income because they got to wait for their benefits and whatnot and get going, you know, and they become a waiter or waitress. Prime example. I had a buddy, not a buddy, but I had someone who only lasted literally three months before he was fired because some of his triggers were coming in, glass breaking and all this other good jazz. And, you know, it scared the manager. At least that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure what happened. Right. But he was like, oh, because they never took the time to understand what the, the triggers or the PTSD was. And, you know, things were happening. I don't know for sure. But so they had to let him go. Nice guy. Nice guy. And so that's the same. That's what we're trying to the event is, is to mill or bring that bridge together for military and civilians. But we do art therapy for veterans because it's the most self-destructive form of self-medication. A lot of veterans with PTSD try to cope with, and we turn it into a tool of expression by painting with it and creating these beautiful works of art to put you guys down. And so you look so sad right now. Looking oh, at no, the both I, of am, your... I am like, zoned he, in he's, on he's sleeping right now. Looking no, up. I'm zoned in on this. Cause I'm very interested. No, I'm listening. Okay. Like, no. Okay. Well, anyways, I don't mean bore you guys, but no yeah. boring. At no all. boring. Okay. I'm talking about the, the audience here. You they're know, not you lost, you lost. No, they're interested. Hey, they got to learn too. They got to learn too. Yeah. So what we try to do is just, you know, be a more creative outlet. And what we, when we do our like pop-ups right now, we're working on trying to do something with the VA and the vet centers 
And I actually have this big vision. Do you guys know South Bend very well at all, give or take? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to put it out here because I always tell you your vision. You got to write it down. You got to speak and go after it. So here we go. Uh, you know the gate, old Gates building right across the street from the 41 Shield? Yep. Uh, and then right next to that, that's the OVA clinic? Yep. I want to buy all that. I want to buy the entire thing. I want to turn the VA, the, the Gates thing into a more... Uh, you know, kind of boot camp, military training ground, gym type of thing that we can also bring in kids on a weekend and provide for free boot camps and whatnot. Um, and also free gym membership to promote healthy living with their kids. And then the VA building, I want to turn that into the true top 1% exhibition center where not only do we hold our event, but we also house our little, our own little center. So 24 seven counselors on call provided by TRICARE and we are able to reach our veterans, whoever need it. Like if you go into Goshen or Memorial and they think, feel you have a mental condition, you can literally just come to our facility. We'll take care of you and start getting down, have counselors working with you, try to get you an art or figure out what it, your needs are and be able to help out with that. Not saying that all veterans have PTSD right. or mental condition, yeah. you know, but the few that are out there, we want to be able to help them whenever they come out. So we're going to take this building. We're, we're going after it. We want it. It has three, three on three on it. So that's a trinity for me. So I got to have it. And it was a VA building. So it's mine. I'm telling you right now. I don't know for sure if they're going to let me have it like easily, but I'm going for it. That's awesome. Um, and then we're going to have our art studio in there. And of course, we're going to have store. Because I forgot to tell you, in 2013, there was a study done uh, on war veterans, 112 war veterans. And after they did their thing with art therapy, every single one of them showed a significant decrease in depression and increase in creativity and cognitive behavior. So what we do now on top of this is we send out art supplies. If you, there's a veteran listening, if you want art supplies, you come to me, you send me an email saying, hey, my name's blah, blah, blah. I'm a vet. I want to do art. This is the list I need. And the only question I ask is where do I ship it to? We don't, stand, we don't charge for anything in terms of art because art is a key to mental health in our book. So if you need woodworking supplies, sketch pads, whatever it is, We'll ship it out to you at no cost to you for free, especially if it comes between your gas bill and your mental health or art. You take care of the gas bill, we'll take care of the art for you. And uh, podcasting is sometimes talking is also a good way of getting yep. over things like that. So putting a podcasting room up there in your <laughs> building would be beneficial. Actually, um, I wouldn't mind it. It has that like, relationship there. If we can do like a drink responsibly campaign before every single one of them and, you know, related to no, I'm not saying for us. I'm just saying. An actual studio for they can do their own podcasts. Oh, okay. And talk about you know whatever they want to talk. That's about. That's why I told you, like I was like, "You're talking about us, dude." Yeah, that's why. Like, yeah, I was thinking back like, off the no, hill. Yeah, I'm not thinking about us. I was thinking about oh, just okay. that would be a good idea. An, an outlet. Sometimes speaking with just they might have three or four you know fellow members of services and they're just talking out together on the podcast. You're like, what's today? Let's talk about this theme or something. That's like that. genius. I love that. Idea. I'm adding that to the list. Just yeah, FYI. Bruce is kind of smart sometimes. I like him. But I, like, uh, I don't know what the problem is with him. With you, I, I yeah, like he, the guy. The problem. I have to deal he with him every week. Down. That's the problem. Uh, okay. uh, but no, I was gonna say I really respect what you're th- uh, what you're doing. Um, I love your vision. Uh, that's really awesome because it's very important. I see a lot of veterans just kind of going through it, you know. And uh, I got a lot of respect for him because I might be. I know a lot of people do, but I know a lot of more people can get respect for them. I feel like nobody really thinks about it anymore. You know what I mean? So I'm really glad that you're pushing for more people to kind of get involved and understand what's going on with them. 
Right. And, and it's the community thing. It's what yeah. it is. We want to have fun. We want to introduce it. That's why we'll have and next year, each year going forward after this, we're actually going to have a different branch of service that we focus on. Like next year is going to be Army, Marines after that, Navy, based on the birth year. Well, my favorite thing is next year, because AM, we have a, a vehicle, military vehicle place coming with us. And I'm going to talk them into bringing out one of their Hummers, putting it on four blocks, and uh, smashing it with a sledgehammer. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll be there. You'll be there? <laughs> and then and then we also have the Army. We're talking right now with the Army right now as we speak uh, because they have 18 four-wheelers to actually branch out from Fort Knox and Spider Vane throughout the country going to different events. And they have simulators that you can blow stuff up, fly a helicopter, a Blackhawk, an airplane, a drone, or even a historical piece. We don't know which one we'll get. We'll know probably around June. But we're right now talking to actually have one of those set up outside our event for next year for the army thing. And then we just need to focus on two other, you know, history or whatever ones we get. We, you have past, present, and future, future is what we deal with with each branch. So we got to focus that on there. I don't awesome. know why I was thinking of like VR tours too. Oh yeah. I, you know? I'm, I'm looking at having a simulator at our event for yeah, okay. Hummers too. So Hell yeah. um, we, you got to have that virtual ladder just to get the kids involved. Yeah. Right? Cause they're not going to want to go on there. You know, they're like, Oh, look cool. VR. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. We got it's our first year, so we're gonna hope. Hopefully, uh, we got You're some. one of many. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be a part of it. That's awesome. That's glad good. Glad, glad to be a part you... of drinking this beer. Oh yeah, you like this beer or what, dude? I did a 3.5. I liked it a lot. Uh, I, at first, I thought it was just gonna be, you know, a whole hum thing, but I had faith in our Italian friend who recommended it, and it was a, a very standout domestic beer. Clean, it's easy to drink. I give it a three and a half. How about you, guest JR? Kind of run away. No, um, I've actually drank more of this beer than I did the mead, which is strange. Um, it could be I'm just thirsty. I don't know. But uh, it's not a strong aftertaste. I, I don't know. It's like, like a, Very fizzy, kind of? Yeah. Bubbly? Yeah, three and a half, too. I'll go, I'll go with Bruce over here. He knows yeah. his stuff. I feel like uh, it's it's just domestic. It's Heineken, basically. I mean, I like it. It's enjoyable. Uh, I could see myself drinking this more now that I know that it's a thing, but as a domestic, basically I'm going to give it a 3.5. Three 3.5s. Pretty cool. Here's our next sponsor. Looking for a cool craft beer bar? Hop Station Craft Bar has over 30 rotating taps and hundreds of bottles and cans to enjoy. They also do can purchases for carryout. Not a fan of beer? Well, you're in luck because they have a unique cocktail menu as well. So come enjoy the arcade games, dart boards, and the pool table. Oh, did we forget to mention the food? Whether you want street tacos or delicious pizza, you can't go wrong. With the outdoor patio, it won't be hard for you to find the perfect spot to relax. So head down to Hop Station, the number one craft beer bar in Indiana. You'll find them on 318 Union Street, Mishawaka, Indiana. Hey, I'm a motherfucking hitman. Yeah. Gonna snipe your ass in the balcony Gonna scalp your head cause I'm gonna eat it I'm a cannibal now cause I'm freaking crazy Hanging out with the boys, chilling all that time Just chilling with the man, making everything alive Going harder than I did when I thought I really couldn't But I did it anyway, cause I'm a hitman I be hitting it from the back, hitting it from the side Hitting it from the front, hitting it all around Cause I'm the motherfucking hitman Agent 47, Agent 47 
free no copyright beat 2022 hitman drill hip-hop free no copyright on og panda beats on youtube welcome back welcome <laughs> i don't know but there's a party up in here because this next beer is called party dinosaur tangerine lulo from Oozle Finch Beers and Blending, a sour smoothie pastry, 5.81% ABV with no listed IBUs. There's been 50 check-ins for an average score of 4.21. Oozle Finch Beers and Blending is a microbrewer at Fort Monroe, Virginia. Sour ale with tangerine, lulo, bananas, yogurt powder, and vanilla. It should taste fruity, sweet, tropical, tangy. And orange. What does everyone think? I think I'm about to get messy. Look at that. You're definitely a damn straight. You, know, <laughs> you, get a, you get a big old piece of head on yeah, that I'm beer. Yeah, that too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Need we that. have mustaches. I know how it works. He doesn't. Yeah, I know. I got so, That's why we keep I'm, doing this. I'm loving the color here. This dark orange. It's a Halloween looking thing. Look this at this. looks like a freaking Tavor ad. You see it? Oh shit! Uh uh-uh. uh Oh shit! This is like, like those tangerine ice pops that you get, like the all fruit ones. Uh huh. Number for I and know. then you get a little smooth banana at the end. Man, you're talking all sorts of sexual right now. Mm. I mean, he does know how much I like that meat. In the, it's a party in my mouth. Rawr. Wow, this is definitely different. So creamy. It is. Mm, that yogurt. That yogurt powder is hitting. Live. <laughs> you may want to take that to your to your beard. No, nah, right no. Nah, he loves those sloppinesses on his mustache. The tangerine is so much better than orange. The banana isn't tripping me out like I thought it would. No, it just it's just smooth. It is. Oh my this God. is a freaking pleasure. You know, when I drink beer, I, when I think of beer, I think of this guy right here. The taste, the aftertaste, and the. This is what this show's all about, buddy. You, you give me two different ver- varieties that are uh, delicious. Oh, yeah. This mm. is a... Uh, it's sweet without being overpowering. Smooth as hell. Creamy like a, a like okay. a shake. This is like... <laughs> yogurt this is a powder. Shake. Yeah, yogurt powder. I, man, if this served at a brunch, I'd be like, give me that bacon, this give is me a, that beer. This is a Sunday brunch. Type of drink right here. Would you oh, replace it with mimosas? This is a like beach too. Mimosas, mimosa. Don't forget that. Get this. I cracked this open in Fiji or on a beach I mean, or something I like too. Put I this mean, in a wine glass and no one would know the difference. I mean, then why? Your wife wouldn't know. Oh yeah, my wife knows everything. <laughs> yes, I understand that. That's why I have to go to her for. You'd be like, for, you know, edits hey, you want to go to get some party dinosaur today? Ayo, ayo. I really enjoy it. I like it so far. I'm probably gonna feel the same way after this segment. Hit it. Die by reveal. Die by reveal. That that die by reveal. One star or two, three star or four, maybe a couple of fives. But die by reveal. Die by reveal. That 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 die bar review. Die bars is where I re- where I read one through five star reviews for die bars. I'll probably never visit. All right, let's do this thing. Today, we're digitally visiting the Ugly Monkey Party Bar in North Carolina. Where in North Carolina? Raleigh. Ooh. You said Ugly Monkey? <laughs> ugly Monkey Party Bar. Wow, that's a, 
I automatically thought of Gas Monkey. And gas Monkey been. Garage in Texas. Gas Monkey, you funky monkey. That's not it. Yeah. I've never heard of it in my life. In Dallas, Texas, Gas Money Richard, what's his name, does cars have this big, ugly-ass monkey on the as his logo. It says Gas Monkey on it. Has a beer. I'm, you're, you're screwing with me, right? No, I have no idea. Okay. Well, they have a, they have a bar. It really sucks. Oh, but, okay. Um, anyways. Uh, I'll continue. Yeah, go ahead. You do what you think. Never mind. I'm just, just over here just, drinking this just wonderful so you know, latte right here. Uh, this beer was uh, also purchased at Citywide. It's a local special. Huh? Oh, nice. Local. You get Party Monster right here in town, buddy. I had to get a party in. <laughs> Corey Haggard with the five star says, it was fun. Un- or, whoops, sorry, it's a girl. It was <laughs> it was fun until I started dancing on the pole. Didn't she got stuck? It was it greasy? <laughs> Raleigh, North Carolina. Thanks. Kayla Norm, one star says, we like this bar, but my friend is non-binary, and they got kicked out of the bar. We were taking a FaceTime without even asking if me and my other female friend were uncomfortable. We were the only ones in the bathroom, too, and then we felt super uncomfortable staying here. If you're looking for a place that is inclusive, this isn't it. You know what? I felt how you read that, that I could actually feel. The rage. The, you know, yeah, the, and coming from that individual. I'm like a spirit medium. You're a savant with this Where, stuff. like, yeah, it sure. just, like... I can they uh, people out. who are still alive. She's a spirit <laughs> yeah. medium of like injustice and, yeah. and feelings. I, can, I, I just felt that. That's felt that's it, how I man. want you guys to feel. I want yeah. you to feel like I felt. Here. I felt that person, the non back whatever. That person was speaking. Kayla you. was here. Kayla, that's her. That was Kayla there. Not their me. name, right? He's, yeah. emp- he's empathic. I see that. Lily Cloud five star says. Had an absolute blast with some friend, female friends here. Great drinks, dancing in a very upbeat environment. I have never been pole dancing prior to this experience, but due to the chill, fun environment, I had no nerves about getting up there and having fun. Would recommend to anyone looking to have a blast. Okay. You did say you wanted to go pole dance. It's something I, I was told <laughs> it helps with the legs and it's a good exercise. Well, you know what? It sounds- nobody judges there. Yeah, you just a, get on there and do. You drive out to Raleigh. Raleigh, hey, you know Not what? Raleigh is that? Is that farther from the beach or closer to the beach? If it's closer to the beach, I'll be out there tomorrow. It's closer to the beach than we are. The oh, pole. yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the pole is actually in the beach. That's what I'm talking. Okay, I'll be there. All right, cool. I was hoping you would. Uh, yeah, I'll videotape for you too. Thank you. Um, do, do they even have videotapes anymore? I do. <laughs> Actually, my uncle has giant like beast, still got had, the big old giant beast. My, my uncle still has like a bookshelf full of. And then these, you're gonna send us this VHR. tape, and we're not gonna be able to play it. He has a VCR. I'll make sure he, I, I ship okay. that to you too. All right, <laughs> all right. Vivi Wilson with a two star says, "Great vibe, always a fight, kills vibe." <laughs> Great vibe until there's a fight. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's, it's, sense. It's so chill. Until there's a fight. Awesome. No, kills the vibe, Bruce. That's for her. What about the other people? They might like the fights. You'll find out soon, I'm sure. Brett Hall with a one-star set. The hockey player? If you aren't buying a drink, you gotta leave. I was told 30 seconds after buying a vodka soda lime double. When I asked why, Bouncer just repeated that we had to go. I agreed because I figured it was closing time or something as it was 1030, but became suspicious when nobody else exited after we did. Then he let two people in. 
This guy literally kicked us out to let others in. We were targeted even as paying customers, and we were on only a couple hours into the night. If we go here, hide in the corner where the bouncer won't notice you to kick you out. P.S. My group consisted of my girlfriend, her brother, the DD, and his wife, of whom is a teacher. And they have a three-year-old. Would never cause a single problem. Your money is better spent elsewhere. Okay, first off, right, put the gonna, three-year-old in there. No, first okay. off, first, yeah. no, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say okay, dude. Whoever's writing this review, bro, at all, bro, you, you you suck as a hockey player, bro. How's this motherfucking bouncer gonna know that your wife is a teacher? I and your know. brother is a, is a sand li- uh, yeah, like, teacher, and his wife, whom is a teacher. Oh shit. How and are you supposed to know that? You talk to this three-year-old being in here. No, she has a three-year-old. And how are they going to know that? Yeah, exactly. What, the handprints all over the leg or something? Yeah. So See, that it, woman looks like she's got a three-year-old at home. She looks like a teacher and has a three-year-old. I should. I know she won't cause any issues. Yeah, right. Whatever, bread hole wine, yes. <laughs> Natasha Wilson with a five-star says, Bucket drinks, a cage to dance in. In a few games, billiards, a punching bag, etc. Make this a great last or second to last stop of the night. So glad we added it to our trolley tour. Woo! And trolley beer cross? Oh man, wow. two tones. You're in North Carolina. We better be hearing one of your reviews here. Come on now. <laughs> Next up, Anthony Ross. Whoa! Whoa! Just kidding. Oh, wah, 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 wah. Kadeem Webb. With the kind of racist one star says, don't go here on Tuesday nights. It gets super ghetto, LOL. I couldn't figure out if I was in a 2000s Ludacris video or a TI music video from 2006. Then again, I'm from the Northeast. Perhaps after spending time in NYC, I just find this place stupid. (laughs) He said he was from your neck of the woods. (laughs) I'm Jersey. (laughs) You just said you're from Boston. Boston. I'm from Boston, but I mean, my negative, I was in Jersey for a short time too, but. So you really hate New York. <laughs> are, no, are you kidding me? Everybody, from when I was in Jersey, everybody was going from New York to Jersey and everybody in Jersey was going to Philadelphia. Yeah, okay. That's what's with their mother. Anyway. I only know any of these places because of How I Met Your Mother. Ooh. Not How I Met Your Mother, but. <laughs> but the movie, you looked at me straight <laughs> in the eye and said, How I Met, I your, met mother, your Mother. Mama. No, not your mother, not your mother. Trust me, you don't want to. Oh, I got jokes too about that. I mean, I love you, mom. Hey-o. She's coming out. Hey-o. She's coming out. I want the world to know that his mama's hey, gold. I stopped. I stopped. His mama yeah. is gold. I love his mama. So there you have it. If you want to pole dance like a little hoe, JR, or Thank dance you. in a cage, you filthy animal, then go to the Ugly Monkey Party Bar in Raleigh, North Carolina. Cheap ghetto beer and many sins to commit in this seedy party bar. Unless you're non-binary, then you'll probably get kicked out. That's not my fault. So visit or don't. You guys know I don't give a fuck what you do with your life. All right. Back to you, bro. So that was interesting. I, I think Tutone should check it out. Give us a first-hand of account, which he probably won't do because he's a lazy-ass piece of shit. I'm sorry, Tutones. We love you. Uh, what does everyone think about this beer? I love the latte. Feel I like love it. it. I still love it. I don't care who knows it. I love it. I love it. I love this beer. <laughs> I love this beer. It's too. so freaking good. It's smooth. It's got all the right flavors in it. And the banana didn't throw me off. It made everything more enjoyable. And the yogurt, yogurt flakes or powder or whatever. Powder. 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 
fantastic. It makes it thicker, yeah. It's definitely... I really like it. Man, let me have one more sip. He's sipping. He's resting it in his jowls. He's thinking about saying something in. Five. Five star banger. Uh, so you must have really hated that pineapple in the last one, huh? I love Can this. you follow that up with such a high one? What's your honest thoughts here, JR? I can, I can do a five. I can Whoa! Do five. Two five star bangers in the same show. Woo! This, that means I mean, you look drink at this. Every... I've actually drank more you than did. I've drank more than the mead itself, and I like that one better than the other one. You five star usually means you can drink it every day. I okay, if, I agree. If if I did, yeah, I could drink this. Every I agree day. with you, mm. man. The the, the tangerine, the bar is high. The the yogurt, the banana is fine. I don't know what Lulu is, but I think it's that like weird it's not weird and bad like that strange kind of like kick it has in the middle mm-hmm. it's got to be that lulu lulo or whatever fruit it's, that is it's lulo it's uh it's fantastic uh mm-hmm. i really like it but i don't like it as much as you guys 4.5 yeah still good so still a, um uh lulo is naranjilla in Ecuador, Costa Rica, and Panama, and as Lulo in Colombia, is a tropical perennial plant from northwestern South America. The specific name for the species of nightshade means from Quito. The Lulo plant has large, elongated heart or oval-shaped leaves up to 45 centimeters in length, and it looks like a freaking citrus. So and Nice, uh, except for you so, said nightshade, which makes me scared that I'm going to die. That's what they that's said. Poison. That's what they said. <laughs> poisoning me. So let's get poisoned by our... Next sponsor? sponsor that will lift us back out of being poisoned into the light of the greatness. Okay, guys, check out the Devore app on your Apple or Android device and try beers across 47 different states. Build your own custom box of the craft beers you'll love or enroll in a subscription and it'll automatically snag the highest rated beers that suit your taste. No minimums or commitments. Get your hand-picked beers delivered right to your doorstep for a flat fee. Yep any amount of beer or you'll ship for free with a subscription and for being a first time user you can use our promo code drunk whip buds to get $10 off your first order of $25 or more Bruce the Beer Bandit uses Tavor to get our beers for the show so you know it's legit that's promo code drunk buds for $10 off your first order of $25 or more hey hey I'm running cause I got too much cash you can't catch me now cause I'm ash Turning all this money to flames. You know the name of the game. Anytime you try to tame me, you know why I'm unleash me. I can't be contained, man. I ain't in a cage, man. You can try it if you want it, but you're gonna get stopped. Cause I'm running and gunning and I just keep it doing it. <laughs> oh shit, I got too much cash and I don't give a fuck. You can get that ass kicked, motherfucker. Yeah, oh. Free beats on copyright. Too much cash. Free type beat 2022. Beats provider on YouTube. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, Honer. Back Hello. to the show. He left because he was so mad at how great Party Dinosaur was that he didn't have more. Yeah. Yeah. We do, though. We do. We do have more. We yeah. Have so much more. That. So much more. But wait, you can move it on to another beer. What is that beer, Honer? So the beer is Alexander, uh, spelled A L E X 
A N D R, no E. Uh, Schilling Beer Company, Pilsner, check. 5% ABV, not available IBU. Um, I've had one friend check it in for a 3.5. Who's that friend? There's, I don't know, there's 12,000 people. The overall average is 3.76 out of 5, so it's probably an average beer. Uh, Schilling Beer. That would be like a B plus, buddy. Is uh, Littleton from New Hampshire. Right, correct. NH. NH. Style guide. Crisp, clean, and sessionable with a firm but rounded hot backbone. We like those. Alexander is the first in original Czech style Pilsner crafted at Schilling. Authentic raw materials shine. And so will almost any beer friendly food paired with this Czech inspired lager. Light, clean, smooth, hoppy, sweet. Uh, actually, I believe everything it says. It, it does have a little bit of hop at the end, but not like the. The hoppy, like you, like floral hop. It's just like that spike of hop. At yeah, the end. it's 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 refreshing for yeah, sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. So it's like your norm. It's like Miller Lite, but j- jazzed. Yeah, very jazzed. <laughs> very jazzed. I like it. How about you over there? I don't like. The, I'm not really a spice type person. I can spice, <laughs> not spice, but um, and I don't know why. I just don't connect with it. Okay. But don't worry. I still have the latte here. He does have the latte. So, everyone's first thoughts is pretty good, pretty good. Eh? <laughs> Not eh. Eh. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, please don't ever try this again. Shoo, doggy. Let's get to the last segment, huh? One, two. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. Live! Bruce Trivia is right now. Oh, yeah. Bruce Trivia. Welcome to Bruce Trivia. I'm your host, Bruce. I have two contestants today. We have uh, Honer. Hello, I'm going to lose. He's a uh, one and one in this season. Don't let him think that he's two and oh. He lost last week. Too many Bruce stretches for sure. But he lost. And then we have a new contestant, JR. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I, I'm not sure you're going to lose, but we'll give it a shot. No, dude, last week was uh, basically a gymnastics meet. There are so oh, many stretches. I, like, I know that. Like, <laughs> no, no, it was all, all above board. He lost fair and square. I didn't. I'm not going to win this either. I promise you. So uh, you need your buzzers uh, today. So make sure you have those handy dandy. And yes, what's the first thing? Oh, and what's the second answer? <laughs> today, we're just going to uh, play a very simple game. I'm going to list... An, a role and the actor who played it. It's a military role. Okay. And you need to tell me what branch of the military that a character was in. Oh, so, just so for those who need it, Honer, uh, there is Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard are the branches of the service. Why is there so many? There's five. Technically, there's five. We have six. We have Space Force now. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I'm not including any Space Force, but just, I could have. Just say I could yeah. have. You could Steve, have just, just Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell. Yeah. yeah, Space Force. What's it? Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> Did you all know that actually Netflix had the copyright and trademark for Space Force before the U.S. government did? Yeah. Yeah, that was funny to me. Wow. Yeah. Well, he already knew it, but anyway, uh, he's a what? trivia guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a trivia guy. So here's the first one: Chief Petty Officer Chris Kyle was played by Bradley Cooper in the movie American Sniper. What branch of the military was that? Oh, yes, Honer. Oh, I had it. Wait, I'm just... Oh, shit. 
armed forces. <laughs> That's all of them, technically. It's true. It's <laughs> one of them. Hey, I, Rooster. Uh, you said he was American Spike. Okay. Chief, I, I, Chief Petty, Petty Officer Chris Kyle is played by Bradley Cooper in the American Sniper. What branch of the military is that character? Marine. Army? It's Navy. Petty Officer. You're right. You're right. See, I don't know. Yeah. I already forgot what. They That's were. okay. <laughs> well, no, okay. Chief. Army, Marines, Navy. Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard. And just an FYI, because I missed it. Chief actually goes for Coast Guard and Navy, and you have Commander and all that. But with Marine, with the Army, Marines, and whatnot, you have you know. You're just helping like General. Him, so, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. But anyways, like, you don't, oh, okay, Staff Sergeant Sykes was played by Jamie Foxx in Jarhead. Marines. That is correct. I'm slow with the buzzer. Okay, I've had alcohol. I mean, it's been a couple of years. I'm drawing, please, I hope no one in the service is listening. Uh, I hope everyone is. First Lieutenant Aldo Reigns was played by Brad Pitt in Glorious Bastards. Owner. I, no, no, I forgot it. No, uh... Did we say army is one? Yes, army. Is oh, one. army. That is correct. <laughs> cool, well, because when I think of army, that's when I was thinking of armed forces. I was thinking of uh, yeah, army. he tries to backpedal. No, okay. I, that's what that I was thinking. <laughs> Sergeant Adrian Cronauer, played by Robin Williams, and Good Morning Vietnam. Why yes, I have a Jr. Right here, there's like. Because <laughs> it's manifesting the cops getting your ass. <laughs> I, I see one driving now. What, what's your army? The fourth. That is incorrect. I've never, I haven't seen it in a long time. Who is it? Robin Williams. A- <laughs> Sergeant Adrian Cronauer, played by Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam. Army. <laughs> Just said it. <laughs> the answer is Air Force. Oh. It was in the, it was not in the Air Force. He's in the Air Force. Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, played by R. Marine. Two to one. He's he coming the back. Movie. I didn't know the movie. I didn't know the movie. I knew the, the, the Full the Metal rank. Jacket. Oh. Full Metal Jacket. I, I know the rank. <laughs> Commander Maverick, played by Tom Cruise. And Tom... JR. Oh, my God. See, there's another Bruce stretch right there. That's how he does it. I appreciate it, Navy. That's correct. Two to two. With so two, you see his stretches now? With two, with two yeah. left. I don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't either. <laughs> Aviation survival technician Ben Randall. Well, no. Go ahead. Yes, Honer. Air Force. <laughs> There's a lot of Aviation Army. survival Army. technician Ben Randall, played by Kevin Costner in The Guardian. In The Guardian. Uh, was his, what was the character he was playing? Aviation survival technician Ben Randall, played by Kevin Costner in The Guardian. Can you give me a rank? We'll no. go with his rank is aviation survival technician. Uh, I said I'm the wrong Navy. one. Navy. Oh, that's Army? what I was gonna say. It's Ghost Guard. Oh, the I whole movie is about the Ghost Guard. I never seen the movie. I was trying to get <laughs> a rank out with, of him. Uh, him and uh, uh, Kelso, Kucher, right? Yeah, Kucher, Kucher. Yeah. Oh, this oh, is. Oh, I okay, okay, and yeah, no, I remember that. Okay, I've seen that. Yeah, and then they put a whole supernatural thing at the end where like people still get saved, and Kevin Custer's still saving them after death. <laughs> Dang, I actually watched that show. I watched all seventeen. I hear they're coming out with a new, like a earlier version. Oh, supernatural! Oh, okay. Uh, Winchester's already out, so you already missed that boat. 
Supernatural? I thought they were the, the prequel's out. already been out. It's been on for the last month and a half. Oh. I haven't and been And then they just, they just said that uh, Rob Spike Jr. is coming back as Loki. Who the fuck is that? You're a Supernatural fan. You don't know who Loki the trickster is? You said Rob Spike. That's the actor. Okay, I don't know the actor. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> last one for everything. Sergeant Cameron Poe, played by Nick Cage and Con Air. Owner. Air Force. <laughs> I'm trying to picture the uniform because I haven't seen Connor in a while. It's either it's either Army or Marine. Gotta give me an answer. Because I know he was definitely. I don't know why I keep saying it, but let's go Army. There he go. was an Army Ranger. That Ranger, that's what it was. Okay. He doesn't leave anyone behind. That's the whole stick of his thing. That's the whole military, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? The whole stick. It's but that, according to that movie, it was just the Rangers that leave no one behind. No, that's the whole armed forces. <laughs> I, I, no, armed we forces. get that. U.S. armed forces. Yeah, yeah, so, but a victory. Thank you, Did JR, for winning. Coming, I told All you. Right. I Give us your victory speech over Honer. Thanks for letting me come in. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry. We couldn't be more helpful to each other. It's but, all good, dude. And I apologize for all the veterans. I miss so many. Forgive me. <laughs> That's how I am, man. I suck at it. Are you kidding me? I barely knew half of this stuff. I was I was waiting for the rank. And the chief petty officer is 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 Navy. I can't believe I missed that. I never seen any of the movies except for Top Gun. I think, or in the Coast Guard one, but I forgot they're Coast Guard also. You never seen Con Air? No. Oh, that was that's Nicholas uh, Cage though, right? With the long hair? That's what I said, yes. No, I know, but I'm saying with the long hair. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I've seen the images of him, like, yeah. the wind blowing and shit, looking sexy, but no, I've never seen That was one of my go-to movies when I was younger, was Con Air and, uh, what is it called? The, the submarine one with the Fraser guy, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Down Periscope? Down Periscope, yeah. The kitchen one. <laughs> when he said like, submarine, I'm like, hunt for Red October. Then I'm thinking, oh, maybe he means Crimson Tide. And then he said, with the... <laughs> the guy from Kelsey Grammer, and I'm like, down Periscope. What are you going to say, McHale's Navy next? I like that too. Don't, I like comedy. My, the movie though. I was thinking when he said submarine, I was thinking about that Bill Murray one. That's not a submarine, but Stripes? No, the other one. It's the comedy. Oh, the Stripes with uh, what's it called? It is Big a com- factor. Stripes is a comedy with no, John Candy. Not that but, one. Yeah, John Candy, yeah. And Egon. Yeah, the Ghostbuster guy, right? Nope. Yeah. I was thinking of The Life Aquatic. Oh, uh, but not a military movie. No, I know. <laughs> but he says submarine. Cause aren't they in submarines? Uh, submersible, sure. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Steve Zizou. Yeah, okay. But I'm just going to say it right now because I know we're about to end the segment, but my favorite movie of the year is Top Gun Maverick. Isn't it everyone's? I mean, according to the box office? I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I was, I was Maverick for Hey, have uh, you ever movie. seen Star Wars? The original one? The original is just. <laughs> okay, so the original movie, A New Hope, right? Right, the first three, the, the middle Going three. on to the Death Star, you know, the you know when they attack the Death Star? Right. That's Top Gun Maverick. Shut the fuck They go up. through a trench. They have to make an impossible shot Shut into a, a porthole. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's the same movie. <laughs> okay. But realistic. Oh. <laughs> I... I will say now that you're here and I can actually explain this Top Gun Maverick, uh, there, you said Star Wars. It reminds me of this. I went for the second time to see it in theaters, right, with my mom, her first time. And I went there and some random guy was just got up in the middle of uh, the front row and was like, 
that's fucking Star Wars. And all of a sudden, he like you just see smoke coming out. Like, what the hell's going on? So this guy just like turns towards everybody and it just starts a whole commotion. People are yelling at him like, "Sit the fuck down, shut up!" He's like, "Yeah, this is Star Wars," you know, going crazy. Like, no idea what was going on, but he had a backpack on. So you know, once everybody saw the backpack, shoo, we all dipped out of the movie theater, and the civilians got his ass down. They could, I don't even know what they were, but they seemed fucking trained to take this motherfucker down. So there's three people that took him out, brought him out, and we're all like, whoa, what's going on, dude? All of a sudden, the uh, employees came out, got him, the police escorted them out and everything. But that's what reminded me of when he said, it's Star Wars. Because that guy literally said, it's Star Wars. I just saw a weird TikTok. But now it makes sense when you said it like that. I'm like, damn it, that is. Uh, I I saw a TikTok that said that the, the movie company has paid $11,349 an hour to use the F-18s for footage and stuff like that. But they had a caveat in it and said that Tom Cruise can't touch a control. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought they said in the movie he actually flew one. No. He flew different things in the movie, but not the actual... Yeah, because he wanted to fly it. Yeah. They said no. They said no. Oh, okay. Like, that could have been it. But there are... I did see behind the scenes uh, footage and stuff. And so it looks like the people are flying it. But basically, they're just in the... They're in the second seat. They're in the second seat. Oh, okay. So they actually got the fly in it, but they couldn't... Yeah, they were actually in it for the scenes and they, stuff uh, like to that. To get the, the actual, like, G-faces and stuff like that. So, yeah. That's not, yeah. Which is wild. I They're like, what did he get us into? Like, I saw them say, what did Tom Cruise get us into? Except for that, <laughs> that's so what crazy. they did on the first one, too, yeah. for the most part. But not as much, you know. Oh, yeah. I wasn't a fan of the first one. Well, it wasn't made for you. It wasn't. <laughs> you were not even a the, glimmer in your mom's ca- eye at that time. I thought the camera angles and everything were awesome. How they're using real stuff and everything. I love that. But besides that, I didn't really care about the story. But then Maverick just fucking took me away. So he didn't even get the nostalgia boost that everyone else was getting. Yeah, I knew Goose died. That's what everybody knew. <laughs> everyone knew that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's what I have to know. To Goose! Watch you're my Goose. I'm not. I hope you're dead. Whoa! You hear this right now? Did we get that on there? I think they're coming for you. (laughs) They're coming for you from what you're saying. All right, so we're trying to find out how you feel about this beer. Yeah, how do we feel about this beer? We know what he doesn't feel. Pleasant thoughts at all? At all? He hated it. I'd say my quarter is from zero. You can give it a zero. Still one. Okay. Okay. Wasn't bad. I mean, Wait, that that is technically in, straight in the middle of the bad. So. It wasn't horrible, but it was it wasn't like I mean, I had like a little bit. Yeah, it was. There. It went in your mouth, and that's it. And then I had this. Yeah, then you had the pleasure. <laughs> so I want to give this one a three. I knew I wasn't gonna like it because of the check, and it honestly tasted better than a other check styles I've had. So, and when you say Czech, you mean Czechoslovakia, like a Russian brew? Okay. Yeah. Well, Czechoslovakia is its own country. It's not part of Russia. Okay. But. So it's like Evil Czech. <laughs> if you go to Evil Czech and you try their Pilsner, their Pilsner is actually pretty fire. Uh, GG Pilsner. Uh, that one's really good. So yeah. on par with that, pretty decent. But I've had other ones that are just like not as good. Okay. So whenever I see Czech style, I get kind of weary because I'm like, oh man, this is going to just taste bad. But. I forgot that I do like the Czech style Pilsner. Hmm. So we knew new next. I'm giving it a 3.25. I thought it was pretty good. It's it's similar to your domestic styles out there, but better than better than most. I can't call it great. 
It's just good. It's just good. Yeah, it's all right. I, I do. The hoppy at the end is a pleasant surprise without being like hop hop. Like, so it's not like an IPA. It hop. reminds you it's a craft. Correct. Uh, and it's pretty good. So, Bruce, top 15 cities. South in Indiana, Chicago, Illinois, Adelaide, South Australia, Australia, Indianapolis, Indiana, Franklin on Main Hess, Germany, Warsaw, Indiana, Columbia City, Indiana, Clemens, North Carolina, Granger, Indiana, Onaway, Michigan, Lynnhurst, New York, Bremen, Indiana, Syracuse, Indiana, Carlsbad, California, Bluffton, South Carolina, Bayonne, New Jersey, Knox, Indiana, Detroit, Michigan, Charlotte, North Carolina, Troy, Ohio, Goshen, New York, Plymouth, Indiana, Rosedale, Maryland, Denver, Colorado, Bostrop, New Texas, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Lynn, Massachusetts, Chesterfield, Missouri, Del Rio, Texas, Bradenton, Florida, Salisbury, South Australia, Caledonia, Michigan, Zionsville, Indiana, St. Leonard's, on the sea, East Sussex, England, <laughs> Wilmington, North Carolina, Mishawaka, India, Salem, Massachusetts, which is Orangeville, Ontario, Canada, what? Matamoras, Pennsylvania, Stone Park, Illinois, Vidalia, Illinois, Flossmore, Illinois, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Akron, Indiana, Crowley, Texas, Kansas City, Missouri, Sacramento, California, Nashville, Tennessee, Harrisburg, Illinois, Potomac, Maryland, Lima, Ohio, and finally Valparaiso, Indiana. Nice. Thank you all for listening. We love you so much. You guys just keep staying sexy. So uh, this is time for last call. The bartender's coming to you and going, last call of the four beers today. Not necessarily your favorite beer, but what beer do you think you should end your night with? (laughs) Between that one and that one. This is so. Not, do you want a heavy hitter? Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you want a heavy hitter at the end, or you want a good? I flavor? want the sweet. I want the sweet. sweet. The flavor. So he's saying, "Party dinosaur" will be his finish. All right. How about For those you? Those that can't see him. Yep. Uh, I am going to say. Uh man, I'll, I'm gonna go. I always, I typically like to go hard at the end, so I'm gonna go with the mead. And I'm, I feel like meads are always going to win. I'm with you in the end. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go heavy heavy hitters. To the more bang for your buck as you're walking home. I'm going to go with the Hydra from uh, Garagiste Meadery and Mortalis. So now it's guest book time. Your favorite beer of the day. Sign that bottle and or can. Put it up on our wall of fame here of all our guests. Which one is that going to be? Okay. I like the Piney Dinosaur. But... I was just thinking, because I use beer bottles all the time, and that's the only bottle you have that I liked. I know you just got that out of the trash for me, too, by the way. Well, I want to sign the mead. Okay. He's going with the mead, the Hydra. That's fine. That's I had fine. a feeling he would. But uh, <laughs> After he dug out that trash can. <laughs> after I had like all the bacteria. All the bacteria. I had to wash his four or five times to get it off. Yes. I know. Yeah. I apologize. For it's all shake hands are clean now. Yeah, they are. So, yeah, I'll sign the mead. That's going to be a good one. Okay, so uh, it's time for final promotions and social medias. I'm Beer Bandit Bruce on Twitter and Bruce the Beer Bandit on everything else, including Untapped. You can follow the show on drunkenbuds.weebly.com. It's sometimes updated. You also can find us on all social media platforms. And when you're talking to someone on those platforms, you're not talking to me. You're talking to... Honer. And mine is Honer Creations on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I make dumbass videos for dumbass people like me. And also make sure to follow our social media because... We are growing on Twitter. Lots of other podcasts are following us. We're following them back. And we're loving the chats on there. We're loving it. And also our Discord is growing. Our Facebook's growing. Instagram is growing. So please just follow us. We'll follow you back. You see us on Discord. Jump in. Yep. Come through. Mm -hmm. And what do you got, JR? 
I got a thousand of them. We got about another ten minutes to list them. That's good. Glad to hear. No, uh, so we got Instagram, which is Jr. Underscore Midwest, which is just me. Uh, our foundation, which is True Top, the number one on Instagram, and of course True Top, the number one or the, the number one, and the word percent spelled out on Facebook, and then um, that's basically everything I do. It's Facebook, and then LinkedIn. Go to uh, Jr. Just that. And do you have any? Uh do you do classes for paintings and stuff? Yep, we do them. We do them for free for our veterans, but we also do um, what's called a, a BYOPB, Bring Your Own Paint Bottle, where we do, uh, it's a fundraiser that we do for our, for, for our art supplies and whatnot. It's basically like a paint and sip or a painting with a twist, where you simply just go out there, you bring your own case of beer, whatever you like to drink, and then you drink it, and as you drink it, you paint with it. Um, and we'll bring the canvases and the paint and everything else. And then we have music in the background, laughs, a bunch of fun, beer bottles breaking. It's wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. So everybody make sure to follow JR and his foundation on there. It's wonderful. I think so. At least that's me. I have a bias. <laughs> All right. So wrap us out, my good compadre. All right. So I just want to say thank you, JR, for coming out. And I'm going to hit us with... A beat? I don't know yet, but we're going to see how it goes. This is free chat Jack Harlow X Quavo type beat hoop freestyle by Nalu Prod on YouTube. Yeah, I've been sinning. I've been grinning. I've been winning since the day I was born. You ain't shit. Everything you've done is torn. And I'll beat your ass with this little thorn. Cause... I can do that if I really wanted to, but I didn't do that shit. Hold up, the beat drop. So now I'm sitting on top of it just like a cherry on a cupcake. Everybody knows that you are late, and I do this to the day, cause I'm doing it now, and I'm skating on your body, and it's holly jolly, man. Cause I'm coming through, and you can't understand that I'm gonna kick it with your boo, and you were gonna kick it too, cause I'm gonna get it all day like Cosby. Wait. Wait. Wow. Whoa. Dang. Cancel. Stay sexy, everybody. Mic drop. <laughs>